Hey, everybody. Welcome to InfernoCast, episode 008. I am, of course, Inferno Fox. I am the owner of this YouTube site, and you are also possible hearing us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, where all podcasts are available. And tonight we have a fun topic, actually, as of eight episodes. I don't know if we've ever had a not fun topic, but we got a fun topic tonight, and we're going to be talking about video games based off of movies and TV shows. And it's really going to be a, a lot of fun. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce my esteemed cast. First, we have Simbu Darkfang. He is, of course, our level five grandpa and, and a main actor at Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. That, again, is Basement of the Dead at Aurora, Illinois. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to be here on this cruise ship. Um, uh, the shrimp is horrendous by the way oh wait we're on a podcast never mind don't eat the shrimp <laughs> never eat the shrimp especially buffet style you don't know how long it's been sitting there we also have storm rose sky she has her twitch and youtube channels of storm rose sky storm thank you so much for joining us hello i'm glad to be here and this is going to be fun i think and we're always <laughs> glad to have you on here with us Next, we have Jason the 13th. He, of course, has his YouTube channel, Jason the 13th, for any and all gameplay videos for Forkknife, Pokemon, and some Tears of the Kingdom. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem. Happy to be here. Although my recording's been very slow, I've been very busy lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I can totally feel that. Uh, we also have Astromedes, he is a developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. And finally, last and definitely not least, we have Jamie Owls. She is, of course, my partner and partner in crime. Jamie Owls, thank you for joining us. Hello, thanks for having me again. I'm looking forward to uh, talk about more video games. Yes, and definitely looking forward to having a, a, a great discussion with five fantastic fans of video games. And tonight's topic is in celebration of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is releasing this week on Friday, August 18th. And this game, of course, is based on the 1974 movie of the same name. And the, the topic specifically for today is in honor of that video games based off of movies and TV shows. But first, before mm. we get into that, my question of the day to start us off, preliminary is, what video games are you guys playing right now? Astromedes, what are you playing right now? Playing Move the Cat Out of the Way so I can speak. <laughs> and then... <clears throat> so Cat um, I I've actually <laughs> been playing uh, oddly... So I mentioned before, I have a compulsive search for deck builder card games, it seems, digital deck builder card games over the last however many months. And uh, I ended up finding, I started looking more in the direction of Slay the Spire. I kind of was looking at Hearthstone equivalent games and started kind of looking more at Slay the Spire equivalent games. I found this game called Dawncasters on Android. It's uh, it was a it's not a free to play game. It costs I think five dollars, and uh, it is a single player deck builder game with uh, 
it has a lot of classes and it's it's surprisingly good it, it touts itself as like a mobile first design for mobile game and like it's you know portrait display and like it's true things are everything makes perfect sense on mobile they had sensical controls <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's better than expected i would say i certainly wouldn't say it's as good as like a slate aspire or something like that but I have gotten much more mileage than I ever would have expected. I'm very willing to throw a few dollars at a game, like being a uh, unsuccessful game developer myself. <laughs> uh, I can appreciate, you know, the effort that goes into these things. So I threw $5 at it and I probably sunk, you know, maybe a dozen hours into it at this point uh, over the course of the last, you know, week or so, whatever I've been playing it. So Nice. That's about all I've actually been playing. Nice. So it's kind of one of those diamonds in the rough sort of sort of game. You don't you don't think it's what it's better than what you could imagine it being. Yeah, and it's a, a aping a genre that has like a lot of like clones and little entries into the genre after the explosion of games like Slay the Spire and everything, but very few that are worth anything <laughs> ultimately in terms of quality. And this one is surprising. Nice. Excellent. So it's hey, Doncasters on Android. Oh, nice. Doncasters. Uh, Storm, what are you currently playing right now? Right now, I'm re-going through um, Immortals Phoenix Rising on PlayStation. And I've also really been playing a lot of The Sims. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I gave up on SpongeBob a little bit because his voice and a whole bunch of other little things <laughs> in the game were annoying. So, yeah, I'm... Switching back and forth between Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Fortnite, of course, Standard, and The Sims 4. I recently made Sheldon Cooper as a Sim. <laughs> and I have Amy Fowler as a Sim. They're at least in the same neighborhood. I figured out how to do that. I did create a family that had a kid right away that a science baby, which made me laugh. Um, but I'm going to delete that house because there's too many Sims to take care of. And I'm like, no, I just was, I was playing around with it because I hadn't played with it much before. So I'm getting used to the building and whatnot. But yeah, um, that's about it. Immortals Phoenix Rising I did play on the Switch. So going through that on PlayStation, I just noticed like, the graphic detail differences a little bit. But I mean... The game was beautiful on the Switch, so it is just as beautiful on the PlayStation, probably a little bit uh, crisper. And yeah, that's about it. Nice. Yeah, it's a shame that they canceled the sequel that they were developing uh, for e Immortals Phoenix Rising. But, you know, who knows, maybe it'll redevelop or get back into that. You know, I, I, I couldn't say, but it's it was definitely a really great game for for what it, for what it was or what it is. You know, there are a couple of DLCs um, on the Switch. I got the whole complete package. They had the whole thing on sale once, you know, this $100 package for $20. So I got nice. it. Um, but the DLCs on the PlayStation, I don't have all of those. They are continuations of the story, and I've only gotten into one of those on the Switch. And it was just there's a whole bunch more to do and different storyline. I know there was one to do with the Asian countries and, and some of their gods and myths, goddesses and myths and stuff over there. But the dialogue between Zeus and Prometheus in this game, it's great. It just, I love it. So there you go. Awesome. 
Excellent. Uh, Simbu, how about you? What games are you currently playing right now? Well, uh, Fortnite, obviously, is, you know, one that I play. However, lately, not as much because not really piquing my interest this season at the late game stages, I should say. Um, you know, I'm playing Tower of Fantasy, which just came out not long ago, free to play for uh, PlayStation, which is kind of like a Genshin Impact clone, so a, a gotcha game. It's not bad. It's kind of fun. Um, let's see. Hold on. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to tell what I'm playing sometimes. <laughs> uh, Tiger Woods 2K23, uh, <laughs> and of course. Disney Speedstormers. I've been playing that religiously. It is great. Um, this season is Lilo and Stitch. So Lilo, Stitch, Jumba, Gantu, and Angel, otherwise known as 624, have all made it uh, onto the Speedstormer tracks. And it's a lot of fun. It's a Mario Kart clone, but Disney style and... It's a lot of fun. Uh, coming September twenty eighth, Speedstormers will be free to play for everyone. Yeah, and it should be it should be worth noting <laughs> that out of all the Mario clones currently available, uh, the the Disney this Disney entry is actually really one one of the better ones like like currently out because the one that kind of caught my interest last year was the Joko the Chocobo GP game and it had a good base but. It's one of the things with Square Enix and a lot of uh, like that kind of gotcha game mentality is it's money first is what they they go for and try and build you out of versus the actual like, okay what what kind of experience can we extend beyond that? Whereas with the the Disney racer, the the, I felt like the Disney one is doing that much better. And um, Simbu, I've only admittedly i've only done like about an hour of the disney one i've done about three hours of the chocobo gp and that that's kind of been my my experience yeah um i know that they you know it it was i think it still might be a a free two-hour trial if you have playstation premium um i know i believe that game pass got it uh got a free like you know free founder like cheap free founders pack for um xbox game pass at one point i don't know if they still have that promotion available um but i bought the founders packs or two of the founders packs i should say when they were all on sale it was like a 70 dollar pack for like 35 bucks and then the starter pack was instead of 30 bucks it was like 15 Oh, nice. So you're like getting the, the game for 50 bucks when games are generally typically 60 or 70. Yeah. Right. And again, this 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 game will go free to play uh, September 28th. It has been confirmed by uh, Disney and every and online and everything, not just, you know, leakers and code data miners and stuff. Um, so it's it's official. But again, founders packs, you get, you know, access, early access to the game, which is not a bad way to do it, if you ask me. Um, because usually it's a bit cheaper and you get some decent uh bonuses out of the founders packs. Nice. Yeah, that's definitely a good game to to check out. Uh Jamie Owls, what games are you currently playing? Um, and I'm of course 
let, let ever let everyone know what, what you're playing right now <laughs> uh well kind of playing a little um different things here and there um as you know as i mentioned past couple of podcasts i've been playing animal crossing um a little bit of the sims about a week ago i started a game called biomutant i think it was part of the playstation free downloads i want to say back in june or july um that one's okay um i really am not in the mood to start like something brand new so i i play through the tutorial i might get back to that sometime over the weekend i just haven't been in the mood um i also started to replay skyrim again i um the other day i just had a hankering to play more of it and also because of the music how beautiful it is it makes me want to go back into that world but um yeah just you know just playing games i played before i might you know over the weekend play biomutant i might try something brand new again on my um switch haven't decided yet but those are the games i'm currently playing right now nice yeah i saw saw because the playstation uh shop is doing a huge summer sale and as Mm -hmm. kind of sunsets there they keep adding more and more games to it uh we had the physical copy of skyrim but the digital one normally is 40 bucks was 10 bucks so i'm like you know we don't have to deal with the disc anymore as bad as that sounds Mm -hmm. so I, i i spent the 10 bucks to get us skyrim and then they're like oh here's the ps5 copy for free upgrade and use that instead so now um there's a considerable difference in the the ps5 version versus the ps4 from what i've seen where normally loading in skyrim it's it's notoriously long uh it's about half a second to maybe a second at at the most and the the resolution you can tell it it clearly is 4k it's almost like playing on a uh mid-range strength level gaming pc it looks really nice so jason what are you currently playing right now well, between my busy work schedule at the moment, of course, I've getting a little bit more Tears of the Kingdom and Pokemon in, but I did start Pikmin 4 up. So Excellent. that's always a, it, it's not one that I'll probably do any streaming or like recording of, but it is just a fun puzzle game. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're the big, you're the big Pikmin fan. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, th- those are fun games. I, I. Uh, while not my cup of tea, like they're they're so in your wheelhouse. It, 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 mm-hmm. I definitely see you playing them. <laughs> oh yeah, I've enjoyed all of them. Yes, excellent series. But let's go ahead and get to the main crux, the main topic, which of course again is video games based off of movies and TV shows. And I, for, as I mentioned before, this is sort of a celebration for the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre video mm-hmm. game. And I kind of want to discuss that, uh, bringing that up I, in previous podcasts. Again, you can catch us on uh, Apple Podcasts, um, via, I think via iTunes, as well as Spotify and Amazon Music, if you want to catch them. But Simbu and Storm uh, have expressed a lot of excitement about this upcoming game, and for good reason, because uh 
I believe you guys had said that it was being made by the same guys that did the Friday the 13th game. Am I off base on that? No, that is 100% correct. Um, Gun Media is the developer of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. And anybody who played through the Friday the 13th, you know, played the Friday the 13th game, uh, knows the labor of love that they put into it. Um, There is going to be some very, very, very massive changes uh, to Texas Chainsaw. And this is stuff they learned from Friday the 13th, such as um, anybody who decided to venture the menus of Friday the 13th will find the cabin uh, play play option. And it takes you through like the, the camp, the cab, the, the main cabin at the camp. And then you go outside to the campgrounds and then you go like it's a single player experience kind of thing. And you find all these cool Easter eggs and stuff like that. Um, that is gone. They're not doing that with Texas Chainsaw. Um, anybody who knows, anybody who's played the game, you can play with bots in Friday the 13th. Gone. They're not doing it for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the reason is not because they want to have an always online experience, but they learned that making believable bots, making, you know, good bots, good, well, you know, good playing bots, and Astro Media's is over there just, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, is is it, it takes a lot of code. It takes a lot of time and effort. And and if you ask me, I think that might be why some of the gameplay of Friday the 13th ended up being so rough at launch because they were trying to do so much, so much at once. They're trying to bring out this, you know, big, massive experience instead of doing like what Dead by Daylight does and you know, for the most part, and just being a online, you know, kill each other kind of game. Um, yeah, the the other, uh, it seems like, as you mentioned that, like, yes, of course, like, that makes perfect sense to me, like, removing that as, uh, it's just a time sink to work on the AI like that. And the other, the other thing, too, that can be rough about AI is, like, if you're if the way the game works changes drastically, now the AI has to be updated too, sort of ripple effect sort of thing. But also the thing I was thinking as you said it, that's kind of a side benefit of this too, is that people will get a better experience that will undoubtedly be more like the experience they intended, probably with humans than they would with whatever bots they could make. So like I think that will be. potentially everyone will have like a more interesting game the challenge of course though is now you have to have the necessary player count to match people up and all that evenly whereas it's a little easier to get away with obviously if you're throwing bots in there said to chime in (laughs) yeah right and again perfect you know perfect chime in right there uh you know great insights uh but uh, again the one of the big things too is that when you look at friday the 13th itself it's core gameplay, all the brokenness, all the, you know, OP meta stuff that people could do, all the glitches that they could take advantages of, you know, you got to think, had they not done, you know, believable AI and single player experiences with that time sink that they, you know, the time they wasted on adding that to the game, which not really wasted, but, you know, in, in hindsight, kind of, feels like it was wasted um if they're now throwing all that kind of stuff out the window and focusing strictly on this online human interaction game 
what is the game, how good is the gameplay itself going to be? You know, especially with all the lessons that they learned from Friday the from, from Friday the 13th. And they can help allocate some of those sources instead to, to have smoother internet connectivity on their end, maybe better presence on like data centers, is even as rudimentary or utilitarian as that, as that sounds. Simple, that absolutely makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. And again, just, just as a quick precursor, it is coming out on uh, Xbox Series, Series X and S, uh, PlayStation consoles, as well as PC Steam on Friday. That again is... August 18th. Uh, so I, I definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, I, I personally, me personally, I'm not a huge fan of horror games, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that it's not something is that it doesn't mean that it's not good because this definitely is going to be an, an exciting game and or, or entry because Friday the 13th, once they got all, all that stuff iron, ironed out, uh, it quickly became a, a great game beyond like all the, the licensing issues. I think you guys had mentioned before. Yeah. The, the lawsuit of the original, like creative writer versus uh, Paramount and stuff like that, like that, you know, they were, because of the lawsuit, you know, they weren't able to add new content, but they were able to support and refine what they already had. So they had had plans to bring Jason X and a whole space level to the movie or to the game. But because of the lawsuit, that's considered new content, even though if you played all the way through the cabin mode, it was there. You got to walk through the space level and you got to see the Jason X model. But because it wasn't already playable in the game... It's considered it, by the terms of the lawsuit would be considered new content, or that's how Gun Media took it and was like, "We're not going to chance it because we don't want to get drug into this kind of thing." Um, one thing I do want to mention though about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is for those on last gen consoles, the Xbox One and the PS4, you guys are not going to have crossplay. Ooh, crossplay excellent is note. Strictly current gen PS5, XS, and PC only. So if you're looking to check that, check out the game, just know that if you have a PS4 and I have a PS5, I'm not going to be able to play with you. And and also important to note that that may limit the player base and individuals to be able to link up with, and it could increase higher amount of times to to have to get into matches if you're only matching up with uh, PS4 players, or uh, you're you're the one of the ten thousand people in your in your town that has a vcr i'm sorry xbox one <laughs> it's going to take you that long to be able to, to connect so you definitely uh if you got them you know smoke them if you got them if you have a, a current gen game definitely do that that that's a i i did not know that simple thank you that that's a good note to have no to know and have. yeah they um they just they they put that out in a huge press release because they there was a lot of you know it's cross-play enabled because friday the 13th Again, that never went crossplay. They had plans to bring crossplay, but the lawsuit froze that because, again, is that considered new content? Yeah. Even though it has nothing to do with Friday the 13th itself, that could be considered new content from the standpoint of a, a legal issue, you know, changing the game, so to speak. So, um, which it, oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joy. Uh, go ahead, Simbu. Sorry. Uh, and I'm the level <laughs> five grandpa over here. <laughs> um but yeah 
um, again, so they, they did a big press release because uh, a lot of people were, 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 were asking about it. They were talking about it. Is Crossplay going to be at launch? Is it going to be a, a, for, you know, a, a one month in update, you know, kind of thing like that? And they said, nope. Gun said, look, day one, Crossplay enabled for current gen, you know, or as they titled next gen, because, you know, last gen is still currently a lot of you has a lot has a lot of users currently still um so yeah they they did bring that out and they did state it there um however many people actually saw that again another you know it's hit or miss but again anybody who decides to listen to this and listen to a level five old man here ramble on just know that if you're on (laughs) ps4 or xbox one you will not be able to match with anybody on and that even goes ps4 to ps5 Xbox One to S or X. So you can't do, you can't even play cross gen. Never mind cross platform. Yeah, I uh, I never played the Friday the 13th game, but I really liked what I read about it. I like the idea of asymmetric kind of multiplayer games a lot, like games where people all have kind of different powers stuff. Um, and uh, I, I might have to try the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Yeah, my, my experience with asymmetrical multiplayer is very limited to something like Doom Eternal, where you've got the two demons and the one uh, Doom Doom guy or Doom Hunter, and honestly, that that wasn't all that great. So I, I'm a lot more confident in this this entry to be able to execute better. My question, and I'm going to direct this first at Storm, um, what about Texas Chainsaw Massacre are you most excited about? that Kane Hodder did the mocap for the game. I love Kane. He um, became Jason in number seven. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And he is just my favorite Jason. Uh, We won't talk about him not getting to play Jason in Freddy versus Jason, but that's besides the point. (laughs) Um, So I'm most excited for that and playing online with people. I really liked playing Friday the 13th. on the switch and i do have it on the playstation i have to play around with some of the the settings though it's too dark so i have to adjust some of the light i you know i was running around just running into stuff i let the jason kill me because i was like i can't find my way out it's too dark (laughs) and he scared the ever-living crud out of me (laughs) like you can tell when he's coming it does this neat little use their for Jason in the Friday the 13th game, anyone who has not played it, um, you have several abilities as Jason, and one of them you get after a couple minutes of playing is his shift mode, where you can, you know, kind of teleport yourself to another area, but and like sneak up on people. Well, this guy used that and snuck up right behind me. Sometimes you'll get a static warning, like your screen will static, and oh no, Jason is near. Or you'll hear the the cha cha, which was ma ma ma, cha cha. Yeah, a story uh, ma, about kill, that. Kill, 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 ma ma ma. ma, ma. The first yeah. one, and then yeah, like the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How they created that, anyway. Um, Friday the Thirteenth is my favorite horror series. So. Yep. <laughs> You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a little bit about um, some of the movies, of course, but yeah, I'm, I'm mostly excited to be able to play online and get to see the level five grandpa in action. 
And, and first Texas Chainsaw. Go ahead. Oh no, uh, sorry, Estimates. I was just gonna make a comment. The first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is a dirty, grimy masterpiece. It's nowhere near as gory yes. as it seems like it is. Is the right. trick they pull? Yeah. Um, yep. Simba, what are you most excited about for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You know, I'm I'm most excited for the fact that it's gonna be cross platform. Um, Mm -hmm. I have friends who, you know, uh, in the organization that I'm part of, uh, called scurry face, you know, we have a wide range, you know, a wide range of of game players and, you know, half of us are on Xbox, half of us are on PlayStation, you know, so it's hard for us to find, you know, all play games together that we'll all be interested in playing, um, you know, obviously, like Fortnite is cross-platform, but not ever, not pretty much nobody wants to play it because they don't really, you know, enjoy it. You know, and so it, it'll be nice. This is one that we're all really excited for. Um, we're all excited to go. You know, take our trip to Texas on Friday. <laughs> you know, um, and not only that, but I- I'm excited to see the world design, or I should say, map design would be more accurate um because again w- when you saw w- those who played through friday the 13th the game you know you know the and they saw you know just the labor of love that the game was for gun media i i'm excited to see like easter eggs and little nods to the movie um what's really actually very in- the one thing that i find very interesting though is the fact that Gun Media only has the uh, has rights to the first Texas Chainsaw movie. Mm-hmm. They don't have rights to the entire series, just the first mm-hmm. movie. So um, it's going to be very good. I, I like that uh, a lot because along the lines of you only have access to one of like what eight, six or six to eight Texas Chainsaw movie movies. You only have access to one of them to use. Um, so again, you can focus. You can focus instead of trying to do too much uh, too fast. Um, cool side note, they have one of the original character writers from the original movie that has worked on them with the game, uh, which is why you have, I think his name is, uh, you've got, you've got uh, Cook, you've got the Hitchhiker, and you've got Leatherface, obviously, but then you've got Sissy, and you've got her one of the uh, somebody another guy. It's another one of the family members. And those two, Sissy and the other guy, they were actually concept characters for the family that never made it into the movies. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's neat. Interesting. So, I wonder if uh, this is a strategic uh, move on their part where they got the rights for all in the one movie, and then later they can get the rights to another movie and make a sequel game all off just the second movie. And do them kind of one by one if they really want and really hit big. Also, the I think the benefit of that series too is like honestly, you don't need the other movies. They don't really add much to like that is true. a game like this. <laughs> All you need is like the setting of the first movie. I would add it might be fun to include bits and pieces from two, which is just insane and weird and not even <laughs> trying to be a horror movie. <laughs> but yep. that would that would be better as like weird unlockable content than mainline mm-hmm. game content. 
But I, I think it's great right. that they only have the first one. It's going to set the tone to have to yes. match the first movie. They won't have a choice, which is good, in, <laughs> my, in my opinion. Well, and the other, the other thing about it is that, you know, they're, they're playing cautious because of what happened with Friday the 13th. You know, they spent all this money uh, getting the rights to the entire franchise mm. only for it to basically blow up in their face. So yep. they've said that, you know, they're, they're want to see how, you know, year one or whatever, you know, uh, season one of TCM goes, and then they may start looking into license licensing more from the Texas Chainsaw Master uh, universe, you know, and for, of course, that would be different looks for Bubba or, you know, maybe some other, you know, maybe some other survivors from different movies, you know, things like that. It'd be cool to where maybe they they make make it more like have it its own live service type game and allow the second, third, and so on movies as like additional content, DLC, and maybe they get the eye of another horror franchise like Halloween, and then they mm-hmm. they have TCM, and then that, now they introduce a whole different game, a new game, Halloween, for example. I was actually just gonna say, like, I wonder to me, thinking about this, it's almost like it almost seems like it'd be more profitable if you are going to acquire, you know, more licenses, like a totally different movie. Like what if they stay on this for five years or whatever, they think that's the legs this game has and then they pivot and they make a new game and it's a different franchise. That's when their rights expire or whatever. I don't know how long their rights are set for this game, but that seems like that could even be a viable approach to. Right, yeah, and they, have a, they have a lot of options, like you said. It sounds like they're keeping their options open with this it, choice, here. right? And how, how long the game will cap, capture and keep the interest of players? Simbo, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna throw out there that you know, again, you look at games like Dead by Daylight, which is a, a four on one asymmetrical uh versus game. Um, and what they did, what they do is they just intro like that. They just introduce new characters, new DLC, new maps, things like that that you purchase. Um, and that's something that TCM could end up doing, you know, six months to six months to a year from now. You know, go, hey, it's good, good, you know, good success. All right, let's license the second movie and let's take an iconic, uh, uh, uh iconic location from the second movie and it's incorporate data, that into a map. Data. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know. My- um sorry guys. <laughs> cats are attacking you know. each other and i forgot to mute myself for a second i'm sorry ah <laughs> <sighs> oh, poor simbu also, yeah i know right um sorry simbu were you uh did you have no, more to add by all means <laughs> um i was just gonna say depending how well this uh the texas chainsaw massacre game that if they're going to start doing a thing where they're going to take every um, 70s or 80s slasher mil- uh, films and start making them into like these video games, because depending how well this one uh, goes, will they start making or focusing on a um, Nightmare on Elm Street or Poltergeist or, um, well, po- excuse me, Poltergeist is not a slasher film, but hmm. it, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, other things with the same premise, like particularly slasher movies, essentially. Like, once this formula is 
established. You could basically kind of adapt it to any slasher movie. Though what's interesting about, from what I know about the design of these games, is they are very kind of uh, movie and character first in the way mm-hmm. they kind of try to design all the interactions and everything. So maybe, maybe, maybe not. Like obviously though, at least in terms of like uh, developers uh, that make these kinds of horror games, you know, every time they're going to get better at doing it. So if they turn their attention to a new thing, I'm sure that, you know, chances are they do it well. I wonder, um, because Halloween, I just did a quick little Google um, look at it. And Halloween was released as a chapter in Dead by Daylight a, Mm. a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, it was a separate thing you could get. Yeah. Yep. Um, You can you can get uh, Michael Myers. You can get Ghostface. You can get Freddy Krueger. You can get Bubba. You know Bubba. Um, You can get a lot of the the eighty slashers. The only one they don't have is I can think of is Jason Voorhees himself, and I think that has to do with the Friday the Thirteenth game that came out plus the Friday the Thirteenth lawsuit. Um, so that uh, uh, they also have a uh, pig from Jigs from uh, the Saw franchise. But, <laughs> but one of the things, though, is having the those characters as DLC is very different than actually having them in their own game. Like you, mm-hmm. you can play as the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the Injustice games as well as Street Fighter Six, but in they have their own games and they, those games have their own identities. So. Uh, even though like Bubba would be in uh, TCM, the, or, or I'm sorry, as DLC in Dead by Daylight, in TCM the game has that has him and the family and the level five grandpa and everybody as their own identity, and and that I think that that's that goes a long way versus just being DLC in of itself, right? Where it's more like just a a, a suit of that character rather than uh, a game designed around them. Exactly. Um, kind of getting a let's pivot to more a uh, general sort of sort of uh, part of this topic. Um, I'm a, and again, I'm throwing ET out the window here. Here, this is ET <laughs> video game from the Atari because that's that's too easy a target. I want to know what are some of the worst video games based off of movies or TV shows you've played, and. Jason, I see you thinking. You're thinking there, so I'm calling <laughs> for on you the first. Worst? For the yep, worst, the worst. Ooh, I was gonna say I could think of a, quite a few games that I've played that have all been based off of movies, but the worst one. Let's yeah, see. what would be the worst one? So I remember some of the old ones, like uh, there was an Adams Family game that was pretty bad. Uh, was it? Uh, oh, was that's it, fun. Was, that was fun. The, I enjoy that one. A ju- uh, either Judge Dredd or Robocop had a game that I played, and I can't remember that one all too well. Both of those had a game. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they say. did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like the worst, and I can't think of one that just sticks out above the others that was like really bad. Um, while co- you're kind of thinking, because mm-hmm. you did, did give a couple good examples, Storm, how about you? The worst video games based off of either TV shows or movies? Um, more recently, I mean, back in the day, it was some stupid Terminator game. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what I played it on. Um, or recently, though, there's a new Avengers type game that we got on the PlayStation. It's awful. 
It's just, Ooh, I don't which, like it. Is um, that, is that the Avengers by Square Enix? I think so. Okay. And it just like, nobody looks like anybody, not that they have to, but there's random characters in there that just don't make sense to me in the universe. So I hmm. played it just a little bit and watched my better half play it just a little bit. I was like, nope, I'm noping out because it is just canon that I don't like of it. And that's just my personal opinion. So yeah. And say, uh, Jason the 13th and I uh, actually fairly extensively played that for a while to give yes, us something, else, something el- else to do. See. Yeah. because i've heard more people have storm's opinion than not but it it, it overall was a pretty polarizing game for a number of reasons done by uh square enix and um it's not crystal dynamics but i forget who else published that with them but yeah i've definitely heard heard that before um jamie owls how about you what are some of the the worst TV show slash movie based off video games you played? The worst that I've ever played was um, Jaws for PlayStation 2. <laughs> I believe it came out in 2006, I believe. I could be wrong. Um, it had different levels, and none of the levels... Um, were related to the movies at all like each level had its own like quest you had to do and there were a lot of glitches that happened and I remember you know trying to play a level and then somehow my shark ended up on the beach swimming around but (laughs) what I ended up just doing when I'm bored I would just swim around and just eat people so that's all (laughs) I did but that's only the for me that's the only game I ever played that was awful that was based off of a movie or show for me, I'm going to jump in before, excuse me, I tag in Astromedes. Besides uh, the cavalcade of LG, LJN games on the original NES, probably Three Stooges on the NES is one of the uh, worst ones I've played. I never got to play that game. <laughs> Be glad you didn't because <laughs> it, it's a it's a series of like mini games, kind of like how... Uh, what is it? Not virtual Bart, but Bart's Nightmare for the SNES. Kind of like that, Ooh. except the mini games. Instead of being, you know, mediocre at best, they're all just terrible, <laughs> um, and the graphics are just not great. And yeah, it, it's it doesn't even capture that whole Three Stooges kind of feeling. At least I I I didn't feel like that. That's probably my worst. Astromedes, how about you? Worst video game based uh, on TV's movies. The two that kind of come to mind, I don't have super clear memories of them, but I remember both of these, the impression was kind of indecipherable and frustrating. Uh, Back to the Future on NES, I remember like there being some weird, it was like the end of the first level or something, like some weird thing you had to do to get through, it like felt impossible. I don't remember it really specifically, but we we rented a lot of games. so it was definitely like one we only rented once. Uh, but uh, <laughs> then the other one I remember slightly more about, not a whole lot more, um, Ghostbusters on NES. Oh, also, yeah. I remember like I the mm-hmm. thing I specifically remember for that game is like all four Ghostbusters on the stairs and trying desperately to 
press a button to get them move to move or maybe move faster. There was some frustrating mechanic where you had to very slowly move up the stairs while things like attacked you or something. And it was just very, I remember being very kind of like clunky and weird feeling and definitely not uh, capturing that Ghostbusters feeling you'd want with a video game on the NES. Oh my god, I I remember that we we kind of did the same thing growing up, where we're renting all these NES games. I remember playing both of them. Un- unfortunately, um, my next question I'm going to be tagging you on as well, Astromedes. But I do want to know, Simbu, what is the worst uh, video game based off of TV show or movies that you've played? You know, I show a lot of love to, to the most recent Friday the Thirteenth. However, it had some of the roughest roots ever. Mm. And of course, I'm talking about Friday the 13th on the NES, yes. Purple and Blue Jays. <laughs> that, that, that was a rough one, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I didn't hate that, actually. I do remember the game. I remember it also being a bit indecipherable and weird, but way less indecipherable than those other games. And at least it I'm was a little saying, bit scary. <laughs> of course, I'm not saying I hated the game. But that is the worst of the games I've played. Out of all of the LGN disasters, so you said Friday the 13th, right? Yeah? Yes. Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I've actually heard, is decent. Out of all the LGN crap fests, that one is actually mediocre. Just because it had that whole day-night cycle and where the night, you never knew when Freddy Krueger would come to get you. If I'm remembering it right, where the platform. If I remember correctly, I believe it was based off of. I think it was either based off of Dream Warriors or spawned the movie Dream Warriors. Yeah, where it, it just. Oh, I just remember it not <laughs> not sucking. It didn't suck. So, unfortunately, uh, I did not really have access to that game. So I think I may have played it once, and that was for probably like five or ten minutes. So I didn't really get much time with it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish. Now I would have would have gotten more time with that game, and, and so we're kind of talking about like the 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 bad of the bad, worst of the worst. <clears throat> Again, not mentioning our little alien friend ET, uh, Astromedes. <laughs> I kind of want to get your feedback on this. What do you feel would make a video game based off a TV show or movie? Like what 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 does it need to do to be good? It, it, I, I want your developer and and gaming acumen on that. Uh, I think in order to be good, it has to be designed from the ground up with that movie, those characters in mind to kind of create the experience versus the alternative being take a franchise and slap it on top of something else and like, oh, let's clone this game that's popular right now. And we'll put these characters from the franchise we have, the movie we have rights to or whatever in it. I think it's the worst way to go about designing it. But on the other hand, the danger, of course, with trying, and this is maybe it's even possible why some of these other games we were talking about that were so bad fell down. Like maybe it's it's too risky to try to design them to match the movie because at the end of the day, you might have something that kind of on paper ticked all the boxes for it should feel like this movie, but Turned out it wasn't fun and it was bad. And now you've sunk all that development time into doing that. So the I think though you you need to nail like the feeling of what that is. And that includes both, I guess actually I would even reduce the statement to you need to nail the feeling of what the movie 
makes you feel. It maybe doesn't even involve the characters in the movie. Like you could do something that is a set in the world of the movie. Like for example, like Mad Max kind of games. I think a game that nails Mad Max does not have to have any characters that appeared in any Mad Max movie, but just feels like you're in that sort of setting. So yeah, I'd say nail the feeling the movie gives you is like what you have to do. And it's it, that's a really great concept. Um, and to kind of show that, uh, before we had the, the podcast, Simbu and I and, and the team here were discussing about you know what video games we were going to talk about. And Simbu gave me a myriad of awesome, excellent video games that do exactly what you just said to Astromedes. They're based in the world. They're not actually based off of the exact movies or anything like that, but they're based off of off the the worlds that they're located in. Like uh, Simbu's got a whole whole ton of great Star Wars experience, where uh, like uh, Star yeah. Wars Kotor is a, a, probably one of the greatest examples of that. Even something like a, a little more old school, like Rogue Squadron, would be another good example of that. And a Shadows of the Empire, yes. Uh, the the aliens game that that you would uh, the 2014 yes, alien isolation yep uh, we're t- from everything on a little bit of research that I that I did online just on like ga- games based on franchises movie franchises uh, aliens isolation was on number one for a number number of them number of these lists and everything and um, I, I do want to have a discussion uh, at some point uh, another day another topic about just like video game franchises as a whole because. Like you said, it, it can really nail that 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 feeling, as it were. Now, going back to the 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 games where the, it's just you're you're limited to just what it's based off of. Uh, what do you guys think are some of the best the best video games based off of movies or TV shows? My examples uh, I've got right here, and my number one easily is going to be uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, versus the world the the game because not only is this really based off the movie maybe not even so much the movie it's kind of based off the comic comics yeah but it it just everything with this there it it hit with the the river city ransom like gameplay the rpg mechanics the uh the many different levels the bosses the music the characters the the graphics i mean in my opinion this is like a 10 out of 10 sort of a uh basis of that and it's i I was going to say recent it's not recent it's about 12 years old now (laughs) but um that's just kind of like my example on there um i'm gonna put jamie owls on the spot jamie owls what would you what do you believe are some of the best video games you've played that are based on movies or tv shows so growing up i remember as a kid i owned some of them but not all of them but i would rent from blockbusters for the super nintendo the um looney tune games i remember i had one with um daffy duck um i owned uh tasmanian devil one also i remember renting a tom and jerry one which i remember always having fun with also as a kid i had a um the Power Rangers one, and I also, I believe, for the Super Nintendo or the Sega, I can't remember which, but I owned uh, the Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Me and my brother used to play that together. That's the awesome. one, <laughs> the one that I was my favorite to this day is the 
The Lion King, because of course that that has always been my favorite Disney movie <laughs> growing up. So also um <laughs> yeah. Um uh, oh, oh gosh, what's that cartoon? Uh Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes, yes, yes thank you. Tiny Tunes oh, Adventures Tiny game. Tunes that was, was so game. fun. <laughs> that, that would I, make that make my list too. <laughs> yeah, so that one I really enjoyed. And not too long ago, I would say maybe it was at least five years ago. I tried playing it and yeah, it's it's a great game. Like I have a lot of good memories. And now that I'm talking about all of this, I really want to go back and play all those Looney Tune <laughs> games now. I need to look for them. Yeah, I, I got them all on the Steam Deck for you. Cool. Uh Simbu, uh, what are some of your favorite uh like like the best, the favorite slash best video games you've played based off of movies and TV shows? You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, anybody who knows me is expecting me to say like Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, back on, you know, the super Star Wars games and stuff like that. No. I am going with Lego. Ooh, like the Lego movie? The Lego movie game, the Lego <laughs> Star Skywalker saga, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego yep. Pirates of the Caribbean. Lego Jurassic Lego, Park. <laughs> Lego Jurassic World. Yep. I mean, you play it, it, it. You can't go any more. This is the movie because you literally play through the movies. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent correct because I've seen the Harry Potter's one through four be played mm -hmm. just exactly the same way, and it you're you are totally correct. Uh, and this... of course, they add some fun mechanics in there too, like puzzle solving and stuff like that. So you know, it's not just oh, we go from here and up. Oh, Droid Dikas, kill Droid Dikas, go on. It's like there's little puzzles, you know, around and little like fun Legos, and of course it's. It's Lego, so it's very family friendly. It's very, you know, cheeky humor. You know, it's 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 a lot of fun. And and they've really done a really good job to make those, uh, like the Lego Drive series. It's not uh, the 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 newest Lego Drive game. Obviously, it, it's not a movie, so maybe it's not part of the topic. But I've heard that absolutely is a fantastic racer in of itself. Um, the uh, as Simbu mentioned, the Skywalker saga, man, that's that, that is such a good call, Simbu. I, I like it. That that is awesome. I like it. Uh, Storm, yeah. uh, what are you? What are your some of your? Uh, what do you feel are the best video games based off of movies, TV shows? Um, just and it's not only just because we talked about it, but I absolutely think um, Friday the Thirteenth, without a doubt, the newer one by gun media they really did a fantastic job as a fan of the series i love going in the cabin and looking at all the, the stuff and all the little things that they paid it such good attention to the detail of those cabins in certain areas that you'll see little things from the movie so yeah that would be my my favorite um also i'm not minding the remastered um, Ghostbusters that I've been playing. So, because I love the Ghostbusters movie, both one and two. Um, so, those are fun. And most definitely, though, Friday the Thirteenth, because I'm just, I'm just a Jason fan. So, there you go. I'll hear that, Jason. You got a fan. <laughs> you, you do. Well, I can you know. see the size of his head getting bigger. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had. 
if Jason was clever, he'd move his head closer to the camera and literally get it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you called him out on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Way to go. A little late now. <laughs> yeah, <wait. laughs> uh, speaking of Jason, Jason, what are your, your feel that you are like the best? Well, we hit, two, we hit two games that uh, would have been on my list, the Tiny Toons. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. other ones, I didn't get to play it a lot, but the Alien movies, or the Alien movies, the Alien games were fun. I, even though I didn't play a lot of them, they were really good. Uh, I'm, I have not played them, but I'm surprised Simbu or Storm have not mentioned the South Park games that everyone says those are such good games. Oh! Uh-huh. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, oh my god. Wait oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, wait, wait, I feel no, like an idiot. Like I feel stupid because <laughs> I totally on, no, forgot I, about I, that. <laughs> I want I want to caveat this one. I want to asterisk it. That was that those are on my list. However, according to Inferno Fox's uh, criteria for this, because oh. specifically based on a movie or okay. a TV show, the well, South Park games show. are not based off of the show itself because they're their own entities they're their own they're their episodes, own game their, their own episodes their own th- games whereas like tiny tunes buster bus loose is a combination of six levels that literally are pulled from six different from, different episodes right yeah different the, co- show. episodes yep the only the only thing with the south park games is that they're pulled from the characters are pulled from the <laughs> south park episodes but right. the story itself is completely an original story it's and, not and, like you're playing uh, okay. through. All right, all right. And, and trust me, we're we're definitely going to be talking about that and like the aliens isolation when we have our yes. uh, video game franchises discussion because that's going to be a uh, it, it, it's a thing where video game franchise games are really kind of like oh you immediately think oh it's going to be crappy because it, they have to do Rambo but. Rambo is it ends up being a really oddly good NES game that has RPG mechanics and its own sort of playability. It's because it's based off of it, but not directly. Although that's a bad example because that game is based directly off the movie. So lines get very blurry here. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of gonna, real oh, quick, go ahead, Jason. I was going to say most of the games I have played that are off of the movies, other than like the Lego ones. And Tiny Toons aren't quite following the movie exactly. So that's a hard one for that specific question. Um, Astromedes, how about you? What are the best, uh, what you feel were the best video games based off of movies or TV shows? So uh, probably the the best in terms of just like probably the best game overall possibly two picks uh dune 2 battle for arrakis on pc is like it basically created the current well-defined version of what a real-time strategy game is um so interesting that it's actually kind of based i guess uh dune is i guess the time is actually more based on a book so 
that should be stricken from the record as it does not meet criteria. Yeah. I mean, we didn't say it, it wasn't books based or comics, but like well, maybe it's. it's <laughs> I we'll allow it because it's it. it's based off of Dune direct media. It's a movie, but yeah, we can strike <laughs> so that one if off. If you're the going list. that, if you're going that, <laughs> I, I, specific, I, I have several others. <laughs> a lot of but, other movies so, are based off of books. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but at the time it was actually just a book. I think when this game, came. Ah. the David Lynch Dune movie may have been out, which maybe shouldn't count but anyway um uh another one I, i'd actually echo what you said in firm fox uh scott pilgrim versus the world surprisingly good game and interestingly it actually sort of does both of what i was kind of outlining as i'm guessing these are what your two options are with making a movie-based game you can either make something totally original or take an existing game and throw your characters into it they like sort of did both because the game the movie and comics topic already is kind of intertwined with all that old school video game stuff. So it's like by picking an old school video game, throwing them in there, it actually stays kind of on brand in terms of theming and everything. So that was a really kind of smart and good choice and well-executed game. Um, and I, a lot of people are like baffled by this game. And I certainly wouldn't say it makes me think of the movie at all but the jaws game on nes i actually remember really liking <laughs> oh, no. No. I, it was like it was you know probably now if i played it would be a bad game i intentionally did not revisit it i'll just let my memory <laughs> what they are <laughs> but i i just remember i kind of liked like the game loop and i've I've encountered people referencing that game now and saying, this is an early roguelike game. This game follows a lot of conventions of what like roguelikes do now. It's highly randomization based, like where everything's going to happen is random mm -hmm. every time you play because the game is really just you randomly hit Jaws now, you randomly hit this here, you randomly got this many fish or whatever. So then, uh, and, and it's a like run based thing, you know, you play for a while, you either win or lose and you're dead and but yeah, so anyway, I think I think the Jaws game on NES from memories only. Mm -hmm. I remember I remember liking it because <laughs> it was kind of something different. It, it, I find it interesting. So we had six of us talking about what we think are the best. None of us said GoldenEye 007 or the world is not enough or anything like that. And in Astromedes, you talk uh... about memories. That's a game that looks good in our memories, but certainly doesn't look good now. Listen so, to my so quick, yes. so quick uh, comment on that. I never played that game solo player through, so I couldn't tell you that it was fully based off the movie. I only remember playing it in group sessions where we all tried to just kill each other. <laughs> I, th I think no, that's that like is true. ninety percent of people's experience <laughs> yeah. with the game, basically. <laughs> You know, there's another game that I played based off a movie that I really liked, and it's funny. It's it was Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Xbox. It wasn't a bad game, and I made it all the way through and beat it. So you know, that's a success. But no, it was fun for what it was. So there you yeah, go. That's why it wasn't. A, that's why it wasn't a bad game because she beat it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was beatable. Exactly. It was doable. There are a couple more I remember too. Surprisingly, I was able to list a few movies, games based on movies that were actually kind of good. But uh, Indi the Indiana Jones LucasArts games on PC were actually really good adventure games. And they were very trying to go for like the archaeologist side of like the Indiana Jones vibe, basically. 
because there were three of them on the original NES. Two were garbage, and there was one that was decent. And I think the young Indiana Jones one was decent, if, if oh, memory serves. I, yeah, I never played the NES games. I only, I only played the PC ones. Was it like an adventure game where it was kind of like you walked and interacted with puzzles sort of thing? Rather yeah, exactly. And, and like where the, the, the puzzle for one of the Indiana Jones ones was a puzzle one where like you inter- kind of like prince of persia type movement and then you do have to put together puzzle mm-hmm. pieces to put like a pot together or something yeah hmm. yeah it did it was not good but the young indiana yeah. jones one was more uh kind of still that prince of persia gameplay style but a lot more streamlined and better and just better platforming action overall okay yeah the the pc ones were like pure kind of puzzle adventure game stuff but yeah th- those are those are actually pretty well regarded in terms of like the way the games were designed and stuff people think the clever the puzzles were actually pretty clever and all that uh but also like i kind of remember uh these are like kind of more honorable mentions i'd say (laughs) but uh jurassic park on sega genesis i remember actually being kind of fun uh i remember you could play as either grant or the velociraptor and you yeah i i don't really i remember just kind of like i think i mainly just liked you know i probably wasn't really a good game but i remember being uh a game that maybe uh you know captured my imagination somehow <laughs> regardless it was probably just playing as the dinosaur in a jurassic park game but uh then the the mad max game that came out uh probably i don't know eight years ago something like that um it came out for consoles and i think later pc i bought it on pc and I don't think it's great, but it was pretty entertaining for a little while while I played it. Like the, and I I played it as part of a deep dive into car combat games uh, as I was investigating games uh, since Twisted Metal would come out. But uh, yeah, I thought that one was okay. So yeah, that'd be my surprisingly long list of (laughs) games based on movies that I actually thought were kind of good. I was going to say, if we're going to get honorable mentions, uh, I'm going to go with Jurassic Park, the game, but not the same one you are. I'm going to go with the 361, where it's more of a Telltale game. Oh, it's more okay. of like a Telltale series game where you're you're following a, a, a character who is on the island when it happens, but you're following him and his daughter trying to get off the island. And of course, you go through the iconic locations. And, and and to that end, we we got a lot of got uh, a couple of really good additional topics to kind of discuss regarding this, just like the the franchises ver like the franchise version, as Jason had said, like the South Park games, uh, Stick of Truth, and the Fractured Butthole, uh, as well <laughs> as uh, the Spon- even like SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, even though Storm didn't wasn't as good for for her. There there are, it's probably one of the best spongebob platformers uh even like simpsons hit and run uh that that was a good good set of games ducktales yeah (laughs) uh ducktales for the nes um a bunch of the tmnt games uh early because uh i'm a boomer gamer and i like the the (laughs) on that cowabunga collection uh these are good good we'll touch on these when we get kind of discuss like uh, large franchises on video game systems as well as uh so we talked about movies uh video games based off of movies and tv shows well what about 
movies and TV shows based off of video games. We're going to touch upon Ooh. that on, on a future topic. Cause you got obviously the Mario movie, you know, it's, it, it grossed over a billion dollars, you know, Bob Hoskins, Dennis, Dennis Hopper, John Leguizamo. It's an instant classic. It might be 30 years old, but was that a billion dollars? Maybe a million dollars. Um, <laughs> and like all the mortal Kombat movies and everything like that. It, I mean, you, you got a lot of really good, media there in of itself that that, that'll be a topic uh and i hope that uh everyone here can not only join us for that but also you the audience please join us for that that that'll be coming soon um as well as other topics in regards to video games and again as we wrap up um just want to thank everyone both here uh on my crew as well as all the audience for joining uh just a brief note on what i got coming up on a video on infernal fox gaming uh, it's running through the underappreciated game of Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge mm. for the Game Boy. And my crew here is probably like, wait, well, deja vu. Didn't you just say that? Yes. I pushed this review out a week because I did a uh, Steam Deck one year in type video that I got done quick enough to where I wanted to release that and let... Um, some of the uh, let a lot of individuals view that and actually uh, it got a lot of good coverage so if you're joining us on um apple podcasts or spotify or amazon music again check out my youtube channel at infernal fox gaming uh but again huge thanks to my crew here for joining joining us uh we of course have simbu dark fang he is at Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. That again, Basement of the Dead, Aurora, Illinois. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Hey, it's always it's always fun. Wasn't uh, quite exactly the criteria I was thinking when you first mentioned the topic, but hmm. eh, you know, it's a good one. And of course, you know, like you said, we're gonna hit the uh, the opposite of that in the near future. Yeah, definitely want to check us out for that. And and th thank you again, Storm, Storm Rose Sky. You, of course, can find her on Twitch and YouTube at Storm Rose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And yeah, look forward to the next. And I had something funny to say and then I lost it. So oh. there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Jason the 13th, um, thank you so much for joining us. You'll find him at the YouTube channel of Jason the 13th for gameplay videos of uh, Fork Knife, Tears of the Kingdom, and of course, uh, Pokemon. Jason, thank you so much for, for jumping in. Not a problem. I always enjoy being in this with this crew here. <laughs> Absolutely. And Astromedes, he of course is a developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was a surprisingly good discussion on a topic <laughs> that I initially was a bit horrified. <laughs> uh, excellent. Glad glad that, that we could meet your expectations, or maybe not meet them if we if we were able to, to exceeded them. my very exceeded low them. expectations. <laughs> and of course, right, my he's partner... had like a one, and we hit like a one point one. Yes. <laughs> Come on, give us a little credit. 1.12. 1.12 there. No, 1.11. Okay. Well, Best we'll I take it. <laughs> and of course, Jamie Owls, my partner and partner in crime. Thanks again for joining us, Jamie Owls. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was actually a very fun topic. 
Absolutely. And again, this this was, of course, dedicated to the game The Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming out this Friday, August 18th on all major consoles, both current gen and last gen. Simbu has, has stated good, good kind of FYI, no cross play for last gen consoles, Xbox One, the, the VCR, of course, at the PS4, uh, but cross cross play is available on current gen PS5, Xbox Series X and S and uh pc slash steam and hopefully we'll be able to to see y'all on there thanks again everybody and have a great day